trying to do it with kids at home is completely nuts. And so I, I hope when we resume some sense of normalcy, even if I have to take remote depositions, it won't be with two kids crying at the door for eight hours. <laughs> Welcome to IP Talk with Wolf Greenfield. Today we're joined by Chelsea Lockrit, a shareholder in the litigation group at Wolf Greenfield. Like many of us, Chelsea has spent the last year navigating the often choppy waters of working from home, striking a balance between client and parental responsibilities, all within the same four walls, has required a new way of working. She joins us now to share insight into her unique journey. Chelsea, welcome. Thanks very much for having me. Let's dig into your story a bit. You're married, you have two young kids, you're an attorney. And if that wasn't enough, you had to start working from home. What was home life and work life like prior to when the world changed forever? Yeah, so I have a wife who also has a full-time career. We have two beautiful daughters who, before the pandemic, were three and an infant. <laughs> they were in daycare before the pandemic. So my wife and I were, you know, getting up every day, getting them ready for school, taking them off to school, going to our jobs, working, working through our days, picking them up, coming home and doing all the, the nightly routine stuff. And then in my case, often, you know, doing a bit of work after they would go to bed. That was generally what my working days looked like before the pandemic hit. So once Wolf Greenfield transitioned to an all-remote work setting in March, what discussions were taking place with your wife and at the office to create a smoother or as smooth as possible work-from-home environment? Well, so, I mean, obviously, when the pandemic hit, gone went daycare. <laughs> so suddenly we were now the daycare operators and parents and also trying to do our, our jobs. So from a conversation standpoint with, with my wife, it, it was largely sort of one of, of hot potato. <laughs> um, we would look at our schedules each day and say, I have a meeting at nine. You've got to watch the kids. I'll be done with that meeting at 10. I'll take them. You know, you have a meeting at 10. You go do that. Uh, well, somebody will throw lunch on the table. We tried to, you know, to sort of look at our days and plan ahead. It never worked. Something always came up. I'm, I'm a litigator. So there was always a client that needed a last minute call. It was a, a juggling act of epic proportions, given the ages of those kids and the fact that we needed to have basically eyes on them all the time. On the firm side, I think there were a bunch of conversations going on at the firm. You know, you can imagine about the pandemic, how were clients faring during the pandemic, how were employees faring during the pandemic. The question of how exactly working parents were transitioning was, you know, was sort of top of mind for me. After I had my first daughter, I had started a working parents group at the firm, you know, sort of, sort of selfishly, because I thought that, you know, there were a lot of, of young parents and, and a lot of older parents who could share advice, who could sit around and talk about the things that they were going through and feel sort of less alone in that endeavor. And so I had started that group many years ago. I think when the pandemic hit, it was sort of a, a lifeline for a lot of people when, you know, after the first couple of weeks of us being remote, I sort of sent an email out to the whole firm directed specifically at the working parents 
saying, basically, I'm going through exactly what you are going through. And so you're very much not alone in this challenge. And I think a lot of people, you know, at the time when I sent that email around and since responded and and were very much appreciative of that type of outreach and the firm's communication that we all understood that people were were having serious challenges with continuing their careers under those circumstances of also taking care of their children and that we were behind them, we would figure out flexible ways to to help them and that they weren't alone. So let's dig into the whole parenting aspect a little bit. Can you offer some insight into how much more complex being an attorney who's working remotely must be with a couple of kids in tow? Yeah. So, I mean, I can give you an example. And I think this, this sort of probably highlights it. You know, when I when we went remote, I was about to enter a phase of one of the cases I was working on where we were supposed to be deposing witnesses. And all of a sudden, we, nobody was going to be traveling to ask these witnesses questions. It became very clear that we were going to have to do it all over a remote platform which is challenging logistically on its own. But then, you know, on, on sort of on top of that, as the deposition day approached, I realized I have a guest bedroom in which my computer is now housed, and that's where I'll be taking this deposition that doesn't have a lock on it. And, you know, and, and I will have two kids who know that I'm in there, and they will somehow have to deal with the fact that I've locked myself in that room for eight hours. So you can imagine the stress of being in a a position to depose a witness under perfect circumstances. It's just a very stressful experience. Now I have to deal with the stress of of doing it over this video conferencing platform. And who knows if that'll work out well or not. I was sort of the first one in our litigation group to have to navigate that whole remote conferencing platform. And then you sort of have the additional stress of like three-year-old could just run in and, you know, and start screaming on the record at, at any time because my wife was also working. When I had deposition days, she tried to clear her schedule, but there's only so much you can do to to barricade out kids. Just as a a funny aside, you take breaks during a deposition. You know, you give the witness an hour of questions and then you take a break, you go get a snack. I mean, I made the mistake of taking one break during that first deposition. And when I went to go back into the deposition room, the meltdown that (laughs) that happened, that my kids were were like, what, you're going to go back in? to that room and close the door was was just epic. And so, you know, the, the solution was that I took no more breaks during the rest of that eight-hour deposition because I couldn't deal with the, the meltdown that would happen if they saw my face and then, and then saw me leave again. So you could never predict that this was going to happen or anticipate it, but it, was, it has been a wild ride. So I'm glad you touched on depositions because without question, uh, they are time-consuming, they're tedious. And that's even when they're face-to-face, it's got to be even more difficult when you're doing it remotely. Yeah, you know, I mean, we in our litigation group have, have talked a lot about the advantages and disadvantages of remote depositions, you know, and, and I think this gets to sort of a bigger question of how being remote will potentially change the way that we litigate cases in, in some ways. In the past, you sort of plan for like a five-day trip, maybe, you know, and now 
assuming that it's not a, a critical witness that you have to be in person with, you have this option of doing it remotely. It requires a whole lot more preparation to navigate the screen and the exhibits remotely in an electronic form, a lot of additional thoughts strategically about how to ask the questions, how to develop a rapport with the witness, you know, over a computer screen, and honestly, just how to stay focused. We're basically in this format. You're sort of talking to a screen for eight hours. It's, it's absolutely exhausting. But it does give us another option in our toolkit as litigators to get quick depositions done without a three-day trip and to potentially save costs for clients and, and do it in a more efficient way. I think there has been some advantages to the pandemic and sort of shining a light on alternate ways of doing it. But trying to do it with kids at home is completely nuts. And so I, I hope when we resume some sense of normalcy, even if I have to take remote depositions, it won't be with two kids clawing at the door for eight hours. <laughs> So along with depositions, no question about it, you've got a ton of other work duties. How did you adapt to them? I'll start with just client relations. I mean, a lot of what I do when I'm not deposing witnesses or arguing in front of a judge is advising clients. We have a lot of these Zoom calls with clients. I have found that clients are often in our position. They also may have children at home. And so they have been, in my experience, very sensitive to the issue and understanding. And so that has been fantastic. The other significant duty that I had at the firm this year was I co-chair our firm's strategic planning committee. And that's a group of people. It's about 10 people where in, you know, in normal times, you sort of get in a room, you sit down for two hours, three hours, you know, maybe even a half a day, and you hash out strategic issues, important issues that, that are going to dictate the future of the firm for five, 10 years to come. And that's how we started this process in January of 2020. And then we went remote and it's challenging to sort of have that type of dynamic and have that group convene and get their work done on a Zoom platform. And again, several of us, myself and my co-chair have young kids. So, you know, every once in a while, he had to manage his children doing remote learning. And so I would cover the host leading that meeting. Or one of my daughters got sick and we had to get her a COVID test. So, you know, this, the SPC meeting had to be managed by him. And we had a co-chair responsibility. So we were able to lean on each other, which was helpful. But to do something like strategic planning, which is very much sort of an in-person, roll your sleeves up and get the work done over a platform like this was very challenging. And, and again, having kids made it all the more so. Yeah, so we've all gotten accustomed to the occasional cameo from our kids wandering into the office onto a Zoom call. They need attention. They need a sibling mediation. They need juice boxes. Do you have any funny or interesting stories like that to share? Yeah, so I'll tell you one which I still crack up about. In November, I was hosting a webinar with an associate in my group. Both of us have very small kids. And both of our kids had, had returned to daycare. So, you know, as, as working parents, we all struggled through when we send our kids back. Do we send them back full time? Both of our kids started back into daycare. You know, we're sort of tenuous about that, but we had to deliver this webinar. And 
it just so happened that that was, it was the day that we were getting a massive snowstorm in the Boston area. And so we were sort of thrown back into all of our kids are home and we have to deliver this webinar. And I started speaking on the webinar and I hear what I'll call squeaky puppy, which is my toddler has this little dog that wheels. It's on wheels, but it squeaks when it wheels. And, you know, and so I could hear it very faintly in the distance and then I could hear it a little bit louder. It was like something out of sort of like out of a horror movie, right? You hear the footsteps coming down the hall, except this was squeaky puppy. And so I'm trying to keep my composure and talk about a very complex topic in Section 101 in life sciences cases. But I know that squeaky puppy is getting closer and closer to, to where I am. And then, you know, and then, of course, you know, she gets to my door and she's banging on the door and scratching at the door. Luckily, you know, she's, she's only one and she can't open the door knob yet. So I just had to sort of put it out of my mind and continue on with trying to deliver this presentation uh, until my wife could sort of come running down the hall and scoop her up. But it was just sort of a classic. This is what we go through in the context of this pandemic. And, you know, it's, it's funny. I, at the beginning of that webinar, I, I actually had made a statement where I said, a lot of us are home with kids. A lot, you know, it's a snow day here in Boston. We could lose power. If something goes wrong, we apologize. But hopefully people out there are understand and are, are grappling with the same things that we're grappling here on our end. And a few people actually reached out to me and sort of thanked me for that little bit of sort of humanity and understanding. You know, it's a struggle. It's a real challenge, but it's also been an opportunity to connect with people, you know, in a very human sort of this is this is our lives. These are our families. And these are the things that we're struggling through. So now that we're a year removed from this 180 that we've done with work and home, what are some of the ways that you see the legal industry changing even after we've, quote unquote, stemmed the tide of the pandemic? Yeah, so it's a great question. And I alluded to it a bit, you know, earlier with the, the point about the depositions. But this does seem to shine a light on a way that we can do our jobs a bit more efficiently, perhaps, and in a sort of different way that may work better ultimately for people like myself, working parents, and that would be a benefit, I think, to the industry in, in general. As I said, it's possible now to get a deposition done without a four-day trip. And there may be circumstances going forward where that's a, a real benefit and a real advantage to a client. And I think we now know that we can do it effectively. And I think that ties into a lot of the things that we do as attorneys. I had always been a real strong proponent of we've got to be in the office. I want to be in the office. I want to see my colleagues, meet with them. And then I became a parent and, you know, it became a real challenge to say, yeah, I'm going to get into that office five days a week, nine to five, nine to six, nine to seven. I'm going to miss dinners with my kids. That was sort of a hard transition. And I think this pandemic has shown a light on the fact that it doesn't have to be. It's not necessary that we organize our working worlds in that way. We could still connect with our colleagues, with our clients through some of these alternate platforms. And while I do see a world where we go back to the office and we see each other and we're all very social, I think that we all sort of understand now that we can get a lot of our jobs done in a, in a remote platform scenario and get them done well. I have tried to, to sort of seek out the silver lining in this whole thing. 
And there is one. In the past, if I had to go take a deposition, it was three or four days away from my family. You know, and that can be hard, particularly when you have young kids. Well, you know, I mean, as challenging as these depositions, those depositions have been that I talked about, when it was over and I said, told the witness, thank you very much, no more questions, I clicked a box and closed my laptop and and walked out the door and gave my girls a hug. So I I do think that there is a a silver lining to all of this in, in shining a light on some of the other options that we have now to get our jobs done. And hopefully those work well for working parents and make the process a little bit more egalitarian and just more efficient and more effective for all of us. It's been challenging, but I've had dinner with my kids every night during this pandemic and I can't really be more grateful to have had the opportunity to do that. Our thanks to Chelsea Loughran for sharing her thoughts with us on IP Talk with Wolf Greenfield. We hope you'll subscribe to our series of conversations related to IP matters on Apple, Google, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information on legal matters related to IP, we invite you to visit our website at www.wolfgreenfield.com.